Hello and welcome to the Animation Communication Podcast, your source for discussion about animation, film, fandom, and more. So please join your host, I Love Kim Possible a Lot, or KP, and Lauren Kizich, the Abbey Roadie, for today's discussion. If you like what you hear, please remember to support by giving a like, a follow, as well as subscribing to the main I Love Kim Possible a Lot channel on YouTube. Spread the word and keep being a part of a great community. This episode contains some mild adult language. Hi everyone, welcome to Animation Communication, the first post-Christmas episode, even though we're recording this during Christmas, it's fine. No one will know. Um, okay, so as usual, um, I have Lauren with me who um, I uh, is, is here and totally didn't have to like call a search party to, to find me before this part this, this send, episode. Send, send the hounds. Send the horses or, or a horse pun or something. I don't know. The okay. cavalry. <laughs> the rescue squad. Oh, the Pony Express. Okay, we're done. Um, so... <laughs> Um, with, with us is, with us today, which is like, I guess I probably should have had much earlier is, um, Crown Prince who we go back and, uh, she animates stuff and she's pretty neat. So Crown, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, Hi, it's me. I'm just a plain old freelance animator living in the freezing cold temperatures of Canada. (laughs) Well, at least you get free healthcare, so... Uh, I mean, we pay for it in our taxes. Like, hello. Yeah, so it's, it's not, it's yeah, not like free, a, but also, yeah, I'm not going to go free bankrupt. Free stuff isn't free. We all know Yeah, that. no, free <laughs> stuff isn't free. Yeah, it's fine. So, but, I mean, we're, we're glad to have you on today, especially, like, for for any of, of our followers who have been following you for, for many years now or have gone back, way back into, like, even into the ye old pony days uh, like it's like it's it's cool to have you here and uh yeah and, and this is the first time you and i are talking to each other so this is really cool um, <laughs> you're making me like be embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's funny because so i've been doing this for i don't know when i started i started off doing this as just sort of a hobby drawing mm-hmm. animating um when i was in college and so some people have been following me for like 10 years or something crazy, just crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Like I used to do a webcomic called Sin Wolf and then mm-hmm. I end up meeting these people and they become like really good friends of mine. So it's just sort of this strange, this strange community. <laughs> the animation, the like the freelance hobby animation community is just sort of strange. We all start, we all know each other and there's like clicks and... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and especially when it seems like it's six degrees of separation from one fandom or another, where it's like, okay, so these animators all knew each other from this fandom, like they're all in the pony fandom, but then there's all this also these people who worked in the on like Warrior Cats stuff. I was gonna say Warrior people- Cats. <laughs> I was going to say Warrior Cats. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's, it's just like it's just the whole six degrees of separation where everybody starts to like crossing paths at some point. Because I-, uh, I mean, as many animators as there are online, it's still relatively a, a, a small community so it is, at yeah. some point it's gonna be somebody's gonna cross paths with another person and it's just yeah that's just how it's gonna be <laughs> i just have fit, um flashbacks to like that that lunch table meme or whatever where like there's different people and it just like instead of the geeks and the jocks it's just like the people that um came from each fandom it's like oh they're the they're the brown the past bronies and they're the 
horror cats there's, and there are the people there, that made the lion su- king ocs and fine oh my gosh super, lion king OCs. super who lock fandom <laughs> i mean well then lion king came out with lion guard so that got a whole new influx of oh, people yeah. you know what i mean it's just uh starting to get to the age where everything circles back and there's like remakes yep. of things i mean it's just funny because you could end up working on a show about something that you loved as a kid yeah like you could end up making the next sonic game or whatever it's just weird it's weird (laughs) pretty much (laughs) i mean that's pretty much what happened with like uh that's pretty much what happened with uh like the sonic movie uh when they had to redesign him because uh what's his name got pulled in to like basically redesign him because he'd worked on sonic animations that like uh that Sega had like asked him to do or like commissioned him to do. Uh, shoot, what was his name? Uh, Ty- uh, Tyson Hesse. Tyson okay. Hesse. So I was just trying to remember off the top of my head. But yeah, he started out pretty much making Sonic fan art, and then now look at him, and he's freaking king of the world with the Sonic movie. Which who knows at this point with how many with how many uh, other movies were released theatrically, as everyone's going to say, how much do you want to bet that Sonic's going to walk away with a bunch of Oscars next year? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. I'm ready for the memes. So... <laughs> but yeah. But uh, that's that's how Lauren... He an online animator, too. Oh, I was just going to say, that's how Lauren and I started talking like the original time, because like even though BronyCon, last BronyCon was a personal shit show for me, like, I think Chrissy mentioned offhand that Lauren had, like, her own Lion King OCs, and I'm going to embarrass Lauren, but she, she's, she's, she's made... I mean, it's um, not so much embarrassing as it is the truth. I didn't... Uh, no, it's just funny. It's funny. Like, when I watched Lion King, uh, I didn't know what an OC was. I, it, like, I was watching and drawing anime back then. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, the, the olden days of when you would make, like, a... I think I had, like, a wolf one at one point when I was, like, 13. And then it's just... She's, no, um... I was 12. 12. My, my favorite is she's one. she's Lion King OC the Beatles, which is fun. So, you know. <laughs> hey, every... You know, once 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 you get... You have a fandom touch the Lion King, it's just gonna... It's just Everything the light happen. touches. Everything no, is... No, listen, li- anything. Is anything any fandom touches is, like... <laughs> everything... Everything the... Everything the Lion King light touches becomes... <laughs> I just I just have flashbacks to like 2015 where like everything was getting ponified and you know oh I mean even it. now I it's funny because I don't know I don't I have to look let's see what I mean whenever the last BronyCon was was when the fandom kind of just went pfft, it's still active and I still do a lot of horse art like so much horse art <laughs> for people on commission basis but like I don't know it's just weird how long those things can stick around yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it, I think it, it's it's been part of people's identities for so long that you know they they kind of just don't really know what to do after. Um, and then, like you know, when we were into horses, we never thought it'd be over because it was just such like such. A I mean, I did, but I know, little, but like I'm just we a couple knew, like... years older than a lot of my friends <laughs> from that fandom. Oh gosh. Um yeah, I guess like we knew it would be over like someday, but like it just was like the hype kept it building lasted and building. 10 years. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> like I mean, not like dwindling away. It 10 solid years of content. Yeah. Um and then it it's weird cuz it's a springboard for a lot of independent animators too. I'm uh-huh. laughing cuz mm-hmm. this is not what we thought we were going to be talking about at all on the podcast, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> 
it's, it's like, somewhat relevant. It's like when people like each other, it's like the conversation's organic, so it's fine. Um, okay, so, and then uh, I just want to, like, state, because, like, um, Crown and I, like, have talked, like, on and off, like, for the past, like, like eight or nine, well, whatever, a long time. And, like, I don't I always... know when, it was a long time. Pony, beginnings of Pony, basically. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so I just, like, um, I remember... Um, like, this is when I didn't know how to animate, and so, like, she gave me, um, it was for a gag where, like, I was a princess or something like that, and she gave me the frames, and she's like, you can animate it yourself, and I'm like, no, that seems like work, and you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, I have that somewhere still. I have everything that I've done. I keep it all backed up. So yeah, I just I just want to state for the record I've taken two two D animation classes, so now I know how to animate. Yay! Okay. Uh, I still don't know how to animate. Like, I have to be <laughs> honest here. <laughs> I'm just now beginning to not suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about frame rate, essentially, like frame rate and timing, and you know, I I I I try to not think that physics in- is involved, but it is like a little bit depending on like the weight of like what you're animating. Anyway, we'll, we won't get too technical. Um, people will get bored. So, anyway, uh, do we have any news, Lauren, before we just, like, start, like, talking and not shutting the fuck up? Yeah, we have a couple, couple headlines, and I guess, technically, they did happen pretty recently, anyway. Pardon me. Um, well, we can say that, uh, Warner Brothers did announce that their, basically, their entire film slate for 2021 is going to be released simultaneously in theaters and on, and on a video on demand and streaming, uh, so that includes, like, the Tom and Jerry movie and stuff like that that's coming out next year. Yeah, uh, I think that this, was a good move. Yeah, I mean, it's another, I mean, the downside is another potentially fatal blow to the theater industry, but uh, this also means that, you know, that more f- studios are going to be probably moving in that same direction, which they pretty much already are. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just going to keep moving that direction. Uh but we'll see. I mean, there's, I feel like we still need to keep like theaters around. Maybe not as many, but we do need to keep theaters around. Because there are certain movies where the effect isn't the same without seeing it it's on a big screen. It's not the same. But like, we still but, have drive-in theaters here. Yeah. Um, oh, th- that's yeah. why I think, I think there's going to be a resurgence of drive-in theaters in like Southern California in particular. Because of the weather, it permits for a lot mm. more of that more often so uh we may be able to see more of that um i know old swap meets are turning back into to to drive-in theaters uh as of late uh by even if it's in little sprinkles but so we'll, we'll see we'll see if more pop up i think it'd be cool to have them back uh in a in bigger force <laughs> um don't you guys um lauren are there i feel like- i'm like really nervous for anybody working as in not like in the film industry, but specifically with physical box location movie theaters, like you guys are in for a tough run. I think over the next mm-hmm. fifty, over the next century, let's say, I maybe fast, probably faster than that. I'd say fifty years because people mm-hmm. are kind of like we're all moving to VR and digital and all this other stuff. It's the same as when we lost all of the movie rental places. They were, didn't mm-hmm. need to rent movies anymore, you know. So those are all gone. And bookstores. But, like, Canada, we're, like, 10, 20 years behind everybody, so we still have bookstores. (laughs) And Soviet Russia. We still have drive-in movie theaters. (laughs) At least not where I am. I'm in a really isolated part of the the country, so. Okay, I was just like, 
like it sounds like that's perfect for an artist who hates being around people so you know <laughs> it's great there's mostly rocks and trees yep <laughs> you know you can go out and do some scenery drawing you know like get some stuff from nature or whatever um, you, know, you say that but i never do it uh, <laughs> I, I should like i live near one of the, like the I don't know. I live near all this amazing landscape, and I never go out and do live drawing. I don't even draw by hand anymore on paper, even though I, I enjoy doing it. But it's like, ah, I got to get the paper out, and I get the easel out, and then, eh, so, so it doesn't happen. Meanwhile, I think, meanwhile, I just, I can't help but wonder, and it's and it's just because I, I purely, I do want to go to uh, visit Canada someday, and especially just to even just see, like, the landscapes, because it's just, gorgeous and i love just animals obviously so it's just like i'm like do you ever get any like wildlife around your place like that like do you, <laughs> are you kidding like, there was a bear add- there was a bear digging through our uh green bin which is like recycling for food <laughs> uh last year and there's a family of bears that live in the fields over there there's eagles that fly overhead the eagles have a nest um along the river that's like a five minute walk from us there's constantly oh, the, the size of the ravens here they're like small dogs they're huge <laughs> i don't ravens know what's are, going on like ravens even here are big in, in southern because i do get ravens in southern california uh yeah they, they can get pretty massive but i can they're, only imagine they're, if they're they're huge up in they're canada huge and they're fascinating like i've never been so fascinated by a specific type of bird before like they pair up together and then they dance around in the snow and I don't know. Oh. I, I like I like watching. They're very them. smart. Yeah, they They're are very smart, smart and they they have a tongue that lets them speak. Uh, you yep. can train them to talk. You can train them to say nevermore. That, that, <laughs> that's as much as I know. Anyway, yeah, but... yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just oh, no, like just had to ask. <laughs> I just get like flashbacks to like L.A. before coronavirus, and my parents came and to visit me for my birthday, and they were just like, "You have the beach, and you have the, you have the mountains, and you got all this nice like areas to like hike in. You hike," and I'm like. Nah, I like stay in my apartment and don't really oh go my outside. Gosh. <laughs> I walk a lot. I'm the opposite. I walk a lot. Yeah, so that's good. That's what I'm like, I appreciate when weather gets really nice and I can just go out for even like a little walk. So it's like, and what bums me out is there's all these other places around me that like they manage to keep them open, but because they're basically parks, that's Mm. what they are. And so you just walk out into these parks and there's plenty of wide open spaces. You can socially distance and all that stuff and be totally fine. And they still have to shut those down because freaking L.A. can't get its shit together, I guess. Um, uh, it takes the problem is it only takes one person. But I don't know if I want to get into all all of that mess. Yeah, and, well, but, everything's but so messed way, up. <laughs> yeah. But either way, it's like it's so nice to have like there's like all these areas where because of the climate, all of this nature just flourishes. And it's a uh, it's just nice to see. But um, but yeah, it's it, it bums me out when I can't go out and see it. But it's you know i mean at this point we're talking like a year into this pandemic stuff and Mm -hmm. canada has been taking it a little bit differently and this region in particular has sort of shut off from the other parts of canada too so i at this point like we're talking right now i'm slightly crazy like i have not (laughs) left the house basically all year all the vacations got canceled all of the family events got canceled uh christmas we're just gonna sit at home we were, we'll have already have done it by now and eat. I bought $50 tubs of ice cream and just packed the freezer with it. That's what I'm doing this holiday. 
<laughs> I'm eating ice cream. <laughs> ice cream party for one. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it sounds like at least Canada's taking it more seriously versus here. It's just like, uh, it's it's a political issue. <laughs> it's partly political, but it's also partly just density of human population. We only have 10% of mm-hmm. the population of the United States. So it's like not very, not as many people, a lot fewer people. Yeah, that's weird to think about too. But yeah. So anyway, uh, oh, sorry. I do have the, the other head headline. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Going through these like, next news uh, line. is that which is I mean not exactly a happy one, but I guess we figured it was gonna come eventually. Was uh, Ducktales just confirmed that's gonna end in twenty twenty one, probably towards the end of the year. Uh, it w- broke through a Twitter leak because somebody decided to spill the beans. And it wasn't, I don't think it was even a, a crew member, but then... It was, freaking, I think uh, it was someone close to the crew who knew. Yeah, but yeah. it was not like an realize. official crew member. I didn't realize and, that uh, was a leak. Yeah, so, so and yeah, so the fandom freaking erupted until yeah. Disney had to make it a statement saying, yeah, it's, yeah, it's basically gonna, it's confirmed it's gonna be finishing up in 2021 how many seasons uh, is it did it get i have not actually this will watched only it. It's make on it three watch seasons three that's a that's a sin like yeah. i hear it's amazing i haven't actually watched it yet like we've been watching it is it stuff. is very very good and at the very least we'll three. still be getting a darkwing Ooh. duck spinoff which <laughs> i'm assuming is based in the same universe if if the special was any indication because they did have a darkwing duck uh i think one hour special episode uh, basically establishing the characters and the dynamics between them all and and laying the groundwork for the series going forward. So, yeah, at least we'll have that, hopefully. <laughs> I, we, I, yeah, I guess. Like, is there a reason it's getting canceled or, you know? Uh, well, let's just say anything that gets moved to Disney XD dies. Oh, so... no! Oh, no! <laughs> and because nothing had been, no new episodes had been, they didn't transition the show to just Disney Plus, which, honestly, they just should have done that from the get-go. They would have been getting more viewership that way, but I don't, you know, they were yeah, trying to figure stuff that's, out in the first year, right? So Yeah. Um, that's why I couldn't yeah. figure out, like, Owl House didn't go to Disney Plus, and we all wanted to watch it, but we couldn't watch it because it wasn't... <sighs> Just put it, yeah, you make a streaming service, put your shows on it for crying out loud. Yeah, so, I mean, especially when Disney, I obviously are trying to transition everything over to Disney+, Plus, which means, yeah, I think I did hear that in some regions, some countries are actually going to be shutting down uh, Disney Channel for those for those regions. And so, um, so they're basically trying to, sh- to close up. Uh, the cable stuff, uh. pretty much. So uh, just so they can move it all to Disney Plus and make it more accessible that way, because uh, cable's kind of dying, <laughs> has been for a while. Gosh, um, I can't even believe people still use cable. I mean, yeah, I don't it's know. Just like, I but just... ev- that's the sad thing, though, is that everything that goes to Disney XD, <laughs> that's just the that's just the death sentence for any show that's gone there. That's strange. Uh, especially all the good mm-hmm. ones. So it's like I think the same thing. It, the same thing happened. I swear for like. Uh, you know, when you think of like Star Versus, you think of Gravity Falls. Well, Gravity Falls, what the benefit was is that Alex already had the end in mind, yeah, and he yeah, was like, different. "I already did what I wanted to do," but it still did get moved to Disney Plus or Disney XD. So, I mean, it was just like, <clears throat> thankfully, I think Alex is just like, "I already know how I'm going to wrap this up, so this isn't. It's not going to get that axe. It's just going to end on its own terms, and then we'll leave it at that." Oh, um, I was yeah. going to say, I can. I know a lot about this, so I can flex real quick. 
Okay. Okay, so um so I don't know if they still have it. I guess it's dependent, but Disney has this rule called um the 65 episode rule um mm-hmm. where they it usually it's 3 seasons um and it's like that's like around the golden number for syndication because um I think that's like if you air one episode every weekday, I think that's like two and a half months worth of content or something like that. Mm-hmm. So usually um, shows, like, unless they're canceled in the first season or something, they're predetermined to end around that. Um, so um, I think that's what happened to DuckTales because I don't think, like, it was doing particularly bad. Like, I don't know how... Disney is judging its success these days, like if they're still doing ratings or they're doing like Disney. Yeah, Plus they pretty much. Or... I, th- I imagine they still run off of the metrics of it. So, um, in terms of like, you still have people watching online and stuff like that. And then um, sometimes they'll air episodes, you know, the, the, the sprinklings here and there for free, you know, and then they then to entice you to watch the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who have maybe collections already. And then there's, you know, it, it, it they're trying to gauge it off of people who have also like maybe even pirated and ripped episodes. So that affects viewership in that regard too. So I don't know, but, um, okay. but the way I see it is that they were trying to gauge it off the old metrics, which is, Bad. uh looking at cable so uh <laughs> and so yeah it's like if they had it just to focus on disney plus if they'd just done that and done it episode by episode released like they're doing their other shows like mandalorian and stuff they would be faring a lot better i feel um especially because then it'd be still treating it like a t- it'd still be treating it like a syndicated show like with a schedule and everything yeah um, I, I, I and you would gauge viewership that way I, yeah that's what i was gonna what? add was that it's because i was wondering if i since i haven't tried disney plus i don't know are they they're still releasing stuff episode by episode versus the mm-hmm. other method which is to release chunks at once yeah. so like it, it's just interesting because the whole nature of distribution is shifting when mm-hmm. you can just drop a chunk of episodes all at once like that's how netflix seems to do it yeah it um, depends on yeah. the so show. like this whole idea yeah this whole idea of measuring things versus like oh let's air it every day at the specific time well you don't even need to do that anymore you can just you know give content for people to binge mm-hmm. i'm not sure which i would suggest like <laughs> I certainly well, would not be publishing binge content because then people binge it and they have to wait a few months until they get the next set. Yeah, that's and that's the thing is like uh, it's different when you have a show that's already been around for years and then you just suddenly drop. Oh, all, that's different. All yeah. the episodes, obviously, but with something yeah brand new like what you'd have with Mandalorian and stuff. And if they had and if they had gone down the route of like maybe they aired the first, maybe the first two season and a half maybe on tv and then they decided to continue it on to disney plus i don't know but again they were trying to gauge off the first year of running the service yes. just to see yeah. if it was even going to be successful uh which i mean i had no doubts but it all depended on what they were going to release um and how much they were going to put on there and there and so far it's been way way worth the money so i mean <laughs> it's been really good um and uh so i mean they're they're trying to gauge it again off of what the what they used to gauge it off of in the past which was off of cable viewership and that's just just dying out so i think they've now learned from this from from all of this and um they're trying to transition over to something where it's like if it's all on disney plus they can keep track of it there and if they see that people are talking every 
every week or, or every other week or whatnot uh, for a season of The Mandalorian. And they're going to do the same for other shows that they know have a following. Like DuckTales has a huge following. There's a lot of people that follow it. And um, I see fan art on my Twitter log every single day for DuckTales. And it's like, and I'm not even the one that's like, making art for the fandom or anything i mean to so be fair just, lauren just, you do follow fair. like a lot of people on twitter i mean yeah i do follow a lot of people but it just, no but i mean even then yeah. it's like it just shows up like people will there's just a lot of people will retweet content and stuff like that and the writing is so freaking good for ducktales like if anything that seems to sell it even more um it's kind of like how phineas and verb like if you have really solid writing and that's why people will keep coming back more than anything. Uh, it's because uh, the animation is also really, really good. But I mean, it's like if you're looking at people who are trying to get to a message and stuff, then obviously they're going to look at how it's written and how the show conveys character arcs and character stories and stuff. And DuckTales has done really, really well with that. And so it's, it's that's why so many people were upset when they announced that it was coming to win. <laughs> it's like, still what the heck? Me. It's getting good. I know. It's the, even better. The fan art, like the fan art I've been seeing, because again, I'm not like following any specific DuckTales artists, but I see it all the time. So then I saw the thing like, oh, yeah, we're done. Like it's going to, the show's going to wrap up after three seasons. And I go, are you kidding me? Like when you get a fandom like that, you drag it out as much as you can. I mean, yeah, no don't release it all at once. I don't mean you know? to say <laughs> like it doesn't even matter. I'm not even talking about money. Like if you happen to make a set of characters that get everybody excited, my gosh, yes, you keep making stuff with them. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you th- what do you think SpongeBob's been doing for the past? Oh God, years? <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched SpongeBob <laughs> since I, I but. <laughs> since like the first few seasons but yeah spongebob is nickelodeon's mickey mouse they're going to basically make sure they push as much content as possible for the for for the company and uh and for that because just because especially uh with the character that is just again it's just iconic it's like sonic you gotta yeah iconic sonic (laughs) Um, you just gotta you keep using it like spyro all these other things that are being brought back that were successful i mean just i guess reboot it until you die like the song from the new animaniacs animaniacs oh gosh (laughs) it does kind of make you 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 like it does kind of make you appreciate a good original show like owl house is something is one Mm -hmm. that i really liked seeing recently because there are so many reboots and the temptation even for a big franchise to reuse its own characters is so strong i mean not Mm -hmm. to mention like all of us who spend our time making fan art and parodies and things um because i like if you do this i'm sure you know how frustrating it is to to compare the statistics of viewership on your original stuff versus on something that's a parody yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, like, really disheartening. So, I mean, yeah, we complain about it, but <laughs> you can't tell me that it's, Disney isn't doing the same thing by using the characters that already exist to just, it's, you know, it's, build It's more like a human nature thing. It's like you want to, like, I talked about this in the Animaniacs review that I did, but, like, people are already invested in the thing that you're making, so, you know, you're going to have more hype as you're making it versus, like, Disney Greenlight's... <clears throat> Disney greenlights an original show, and they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. But if they, like, greenlight something you care about, you're like, <gasps> and then, you know, like, all the, like, it's, it's like, pre- it's doing press, like, by making the show. So, you know, people just like what they already, 
know they like. So right, yes, nostalgia is nostalgia is a hell of a drug. I will never (laughs) let go of that that sentiment because it's it's true. Because when people find something, they find comfort in the familiar. So it's and especially in a year where so much change has happened, twenty twenty just. Uh, too much change has <laughs> happened that that's why so many people I, I think especially were upset when you had something like for example uh when apple tv or when apple tv pretty much was going to be taking all of the peanut specials and we weren't going to be getting them on on regular date and regular like primetime television for the holidays that was originally what was announced and then they basically caved and said okay well we'll still have them on like cbs playing on christmas day or whatnot and thanksgiving day and uh and then we'll even have them viewable for free on our service uh for a limited time uh but i mean when it was a tradition for years 50 something years uh, that and then you suddenly take that in the year that's taken away already so much and all people want are like well here's the few constants at least we'll still have peanut specials on tv for the holidays and then they take that away (laughs) like one of the few good little things that people hold on to every year as a tradition so it's like uh yeah again it's nostalgia sells it's comfort in the familiar yeah i i mean like and that's i mean i've said this before but you know that's that's why i'm really excited about you know how like streaming service is going to change the landscape for like renewing shows and like everything's getting renewed and you know like it's it's weird because i always thought like disney hated kim possible because i was just like no make more but like in reality they they liked it enough to like make a bunch of games about it and then you know when disney disney plus dropped that was they they automatically had the whole se- the whole series versus like there's some series like like Aladdin and the old Buzz Lightyear that still hasn't been dropped at all and I'm just like what's going on what are you doing like so give me Star Commander give me okay not death but give me Star Commander yeah so (laughs) it might have to do with the new like Chris Evans Buzz Lightyear or something like that but like even still like you can it's already made you might as well like put it on there and like it's a it's a Star Wars legend but like for Buzz Lightyear mythology Gee, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Because technically, technically, uh, Buzz Lightyear Star Command was supposed to be, it was supposed to technically be a show that existed in the same universe, and they established that in the pilot, uh, pilot film, uh, is that it, it's a show that exists in this, as a product in the same universe as Toy Story. It's just like a Saturday morning cartoon that plays in their universe. So what we're doing is we're watching their Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> So it's 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 a whole other level, and um, but that's why it's like I don't know. I can still see like the new Lightyear movie being its own thing anyway, because so it wouldn't have to contradict what is in Star Command. It's Mm -hmm. because Star Command exists entirely to be just a product to sell the toys, and that's what's really funny. And then, but it's fully aware that it's it it is what it is. (laughs) <laughs> and, yeah we could get really meta doesn't take itself like, too serious too seriously yeah we can get really meta and like 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 film theory about like you know is this the spinoff that like the the toy story universe executives weren't paying attention and then like the new buzz Lightyear is like the main can i don't know okay we, we, nah, the studio's just on. making fan fiction of its own ip <laughs> i mean <laughs> basically <Yeah. laughs> you know <laughs> oh yeah Okay, so what are we going to talk about? 
and we're going to talk about online animation because hey see we were talking about it earlier and and i told then you we, we forgot well, i no, mean it's the not that theme... we forgot we were, we were going to work our way back around time is a circle uh <laughs> um, we were we were, we're gonna talk about a multi-animator like we we're gonna talk about collabs i think yeah was the plan yeah, so, but um, like i don't I mean, I'm here. Do whatever you want. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, when when did you get? When did you first start working as part of? I guess you could say like an online production team, or at least working with other people in animated I mean, projects. And also I, like define like what a map is. I guess people are like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, that map, not the other map. I know. Map. Okay, listen. I gotta say this right now. But multi animator <laughs> project is a word. We had this word first. The rest of you exactly. get out. I don't want to hear anybody else complain anytime I talk about, hey, I'm hosting a collab. I don't want to hear yeah. any more anybody complain about, ew, that means a gross thing. No. We had the <laughs> word first. You make up a different word for your weird thing that nobody wants to be involved in. <laughs> like, I'm not going to make up an acronym that is Disney about some horrible thing. So, no, you can't get confused about this. Anyway, map multi-animator project. Uh, for because of this stupid political thing, I've stopped using that term. I just use collab now, which okay. sucks. But okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, Wait, yeah. When did you first start working as part of like a collaborative? collaborative and like, also, project? how do they generally work? You know, comparatively to like, <laughs> you just like ask your friends and like, yo, guys, let's do the thing. You know, we'll be fine. All of the questions at once. Uh, okay, so. I am more of like a solo artist and I hadn't gotten too involved in collab projects before. So this is a little weird, but I started hosting them before I'd even joined one. <laughs> so As you do. Um Yeah, as you do. I mean I think though I had like made stuff for other people as part of the like, hey, could you make this for my project? And I go, sure. And I'd make it and send it to them. But that's a little different than organizing one or being a part of one that is receiving constant feedback mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like the traditional map 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 this just makes me think of dora the explorer I yeah mean, yeah that was my first like uh, my first like <laughs> instinct but go ahead uh but the traditional i quote unquote traditional i don't know how new these things are like the term is fairly new i'd say in the last 10 years and it probably stemmed out of like amvs animated music videos mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but the idea is that you get a bunch of animators together and you all animate a little tiny segment of a song. And then you put mm -hmm. all of those pieces together and you have a full video. So that's the traditional version. I started doing crazy stuff like, hey, let's all draw uh, an expression and I'll take all of those faces and put them into a video and make something. So it's not like you need to do a specific thing to host a collab, but... Mm -hmm. The one everybody knows is there's a piece of music and a bunch of animators make something and you put it all together and you get a thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, my, I guess my, my first, like, legitimate question is, um, you know, I imagine a bunch of, like, you know, kids are going around saying, like, let's do a map. And then, like, you know, it's hard to, like, like similar problem with us before, I guess, we're, like, I mean, it's still a problem. But, like, how do you, like, assure the people that, you know, the thing will actually get done versus just, like, yo, this is a great idea, and then, like, you know, it dies. Because I'm sure you've seen those oh, around, God. like, your, yes. your circle. Oh, so. so many of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, in general, like, everybody sees a lot of collabs and projects that don't get finished. It doesn't yep. even have to mm -hmm. be an animation thing. It's just, I don't, I don't know how to explain this, but... 
at least I have an instinct for when I know a project is not going to get enough people to be finished. Mm -hmm. Or, um, like, some of the red flags are the organizer's never done it before, they don't have very clear instructions, their English isn't that strong, they have a very small following, um, they don't have any stuff on their channel, and they've never produced anything before. Um, sometimes people make separate channels for their collabs, and then if you go and look at the organizer's channel, they don't, they've never done anything and haven't made anything. So these are just kind of red flags. Mm -hmm. um, for a project that's likely to not get enough people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like Yeah, you go ahead. Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, what I usually do is, like, um, so, like, our team is a little different that, I mean, for the most part, it's pretty solid now, because, like, it seems like everyone who does things likes it, so you don't really have to hire that often, but, like, um, usually if something comes up, like, we have more flexibility and someone else can, like, take over or do a part or something like that, but, you know, I guess it just, like, it also depends on, like, the mindset of the people that are also volunteering, because, like you said, if there's not really any, like, you know, it just reminds me of all the pony projects that are just like, we're going to make like a oh, full, a full oh, like feature animated movie. And I've said this before, but I'm like, yeah, sure, Jan, you're going to do that. So like, I always <laughs> would get mad where when they got like panels for conventions and just like they have they have what, like maybe like eight minutes of like unfinished anima um animatic at that if they have something to show. So, um, you know. And that, yeah, that's that's another red flag, though, is um, but this is kind of a thing where is if you're not that experienced, you probably won't recognize it. But it's very obvious to me and to anyone who's been drawing for a long time or has been involved in like collaborative projects for a long time. It's pretty clear if someone is overstretching what they can actually accomplish, like mm -hmm. let's make a two minute video over a song that already exists versus let's make a 30-minute video with all original music. Like, mm -hmm. you really need a strong director to pull something like that off. Like, really? <laughs> um, but, you know, a two-minute video with a bunch of friends is something totally doable, especially mm -hmm. if you lower your bar of quality and let, <laughs> you know, various people participate. So it's like hosting a collab versus participating in a collab are two very different questions. Right, right. like, I could talk... I, I want to make a tutorial on how to host these things, but mm -hmm. it's like the more I participate in them and the more I do them, the more I learn. So at this point, I could make a pretty solid tutorial, but it, there's a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, let me know, because I'm sure I'm I'm like I can yell at people, too, um, if you want that kind of thing. But yeah, um, yeah. I think it, it's also like dependent. Yeah, on people's just general. I mean, we talk, we've talked about this before, and like I think in the, the the behind the scenes like team episode, if you care, um, the viewer, that's who I'm talking to. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think it's like you know making sure you're not jump like biting off more than you can chew. And the only the only things that I've seen where like someone says like let's make a remake a full movie is like the Shrek retold stuff, and like half of that mm -hmm. or not maybe like a a good portion of that is just people in live action in really bad green makeup like reenacting the scenes <laughs> which is a lot easier than animating everything so you know i guess it's possible if you know you it doesn't have to strictly be animation it can kind of just be like whenever whatever you want like someone with their cell yeah. phone and like some green paint it's fine so um yeah, I, that's what i kind of liked about shrek retold is was that it 
left it open-ended as to what you could do with it mm-hmm. with whatever segment it you was had. just like a huge meme basically <laughs> but <laughs> i don't was. i'd have to look i'd have to look to be sure but i'm pretty sure the people organizing that project had had either been participated in or been involved in previous collaborations so they knew how mm-hmm. to make how things to... work right especially yeah, I... with like literally hundreds of people i think also too i'm um, there well so for the shrek i think it's like shrek shrek fest or something like that they were doing before mm-hmm. and they kind of grouped the the, the collab around this but they hosted like a shrek con but not a con in a park yeah i, guess. I know what you're talking about yeah so <laughs> yeah, i'm shrek you know fest is a thing <laughs> i guess it like that's where you know i gauge unless there was someone in the crew that or someone like running that you know actually had some like experience with you know media media stuff um but, you know, if you can run a con, I imagine, like, it's somewhat similar as far as, like, making sure all your positions are filled, making sure the people are qualified. Like, you know, making sure, like, the people that you find are up to the task, which is, like, really important. Because I think a lot of times <laughs> when, you know, you ask someone and, you know, they're excited or they know who you are, they're just like, oh, my God, I can't believe Senpai noticed me. But in reality, you know, if they're working a full-time job or you know, they've never done this before, they're not really active or, you know, vocal about, like, how do I do the thing, then they'll probably just, mm-hmm. like, whiz- like the fizzle off and die because they're ashamed that they can't get the thing that Senpai asked. I don't know. It's a lot of, like, po- politics in the way that, like, communication and, you know, like, being keeping an eye on specific things. So, um yeah so like crown number one rule number one thing to know people will quit people will fail to people will halfway finish people will not meet the deadline you could tell them you could beat them over the head and say you don't don't join unless you can get it done and they'll join anyway and they won't get it done because stuff happens in people's lives so Mm -hmm. just if you're going to organize something um know for a fact that you will need to find replacements. I mm-hmm. 100% of the time, there's always at least one person, and it doesn't matter how small the collab is, there's always somebody who doesn't follow through, no matter how much mm-hmm. you bug them. And they're like, right. yeah, I'm doing it, I've got this far, and then the deadline rolls around, the video needs to be out, and mm-hmm. so then you have to fill in that sudden gap. Mm-hmm. So it's like you need to have, like, backup, backup, backup plans. So you literally <laughs> have to have just be ready for I mean, anything. I'll, I'll tell a secret, which is that uh, whatever the actual deadline is, I always tell everybody the deadline is two weeks before the actual deadline. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there will be someone who drops out by the deadline. They didn't get their stuff in. The computer cra- crashed and deleted the whole thing. Whatever. Um, and then I have two weeks to find an emergency animator so that that project can be released. It's just extremely frustrating when everybody who participated is done and it's done except for that one little three second bit. And you gotta, mm-hmm. yeah, so. I feel, I feel. Um, so out of your, like, so I guess it ranges for me, but like in your experience, is it usually like a real life, like legitimate, like, I, like my hours got upped at, upped at work and I I literally can't finish it? Or is it like more general incompetence like oh i don't know because the thing is i do application process and i have big like so gosh i haven't hosted a collab this year just because it's so much insane amount of coordinating (laughs) hours just like i i mean i've spent like 20 hours just going through the applications it's (laughs) i've i've hired people to do this for me just because it's so tedious Mm -hmm. but um since i have a lot of people to choose from general incompetence is not a thing i come across it's always somebody in the family died um my project 
file got you know collapsed and I didn't back it up mm-hmm. or some you know I have to work more or I just can't make this most people will tell you earlier on if something like that happens like oh I took a studio position and I have to go work at that now that's mm-hmm. fine but uh <laughs> yeah general incompetence is not something I deal with because I eliminate it at the start yeah um, having an application lets you see okay these people they don't have that much experience and they you know you can kind of tell this is weird but when you look at somebody's channel YouTube channel for example you can kind of mm-hmm. tell if they're if they're able to produce something and be and finish it and be done right and how quickly um <laughs> I don't I don't know how else to explain it it's like looking at a resume yeah yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always joke because, like, you know, um, we try to, when, when we do need to hire, we usually use, like, job sites now because I'm not as stupid as I used to be. So people have, like, the people who are on the job on the job sites already have the expectations that they're looking for a job, whether, like, you post it on YouTube. Like, for artist things, it's a little bit more flexible, but for something that requires a little bit more hours or a little, a little bit higher of a, um, of a commitment then, you know, you're not going to go on, like, someone's YouTube channel to look for that stuff unless you just kind of happen to be at the right place at the right time. But, um, I don't know where I was going with this. Um, it's, I don't know, it's just, yeah, like, oh, I remember. So, a lot of times, I was talking to Riddle about this, like, a couple of days ago, or not a, maybe, like, a week ago, but there's people that, you know, like, so when we are doing stuff, like, you need a resume because everyone can, like, swear under the sun. They can, ed- they, they can animate. They can edit. Like, they can, you know, I have Windows Movie Maker. And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not <laughs> what I said. <laughs> um, and, you know, but a lot of times or sometimes, like, you'll get, like, their actual editing, like, portfolio is, like, an hour of them playing with trains with their phone. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, and it's, it's bad quality or, like. You know, it's, like, their whole video is just, like, a really bad, like, hot take on a YouTuber, and it's really, it's just so salty, and I'm just, like, why would I, why would, like, why would you put that there, and, like, why would you do that if you want me to, like, trust, trust you, because, like, you know, to, to handle the responsibility, because, like, you know, that's the, at the end of the day, like, that's why you just kind of get friends, and you get people that you know, and that you can, you can depend on, but when you kind of have to go outside your little bubble, you know, it's kind of like you get scared as far as, like, even if they have, like, a really amazing portfolio, too, it's just a lot of it's just, like, you know, um, discipline and all that fun stuff, so. Yeah, like, there's a lot of hobby artists and stuff who do amazing work, but if you told them, I need a piece of artwork in two weeks, they would not be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Um, And so that sort of thing is harder to judge if you're, like, hosting a collab and trying to pick out who. I mean, for most people, the bigger problem is going to be finding that pool of people to work with to begin with. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, participating in multi-animated projects helps you get to know other people who are also doing this and part of the community. Right. And then you kind of know, like, you make friends with them and you start to build a network of people. And then you have, when you want to host something, you already have uh, people to select from. Because I've seen a lot of projects where, like, the person knows what they're doing but they don't have any contacts mm-hmm. so like they can't get enough people to fill all the slots yeah it, it kind of made me think like uh like i do remember one of your your multi-animated projects was um 
people who had animated who were animating for the first time oh. like how was it organizing something like that where you had nothing to go off of originally so like when they're animating for the first time how did you gauge something like that because that's i love that idea though because i loved and i loved the collaboration that i saw there and so i was really intrigued like okay uh, for something like that that specific one i'm gonna look up uh i'm gonna dig through my documents here real quick i think it's under is it under sharing yeah collapse okay so that one is interesting because i hosted two collabs at the same time which oh my gosh i'm never doing that again. <laughs> uh, but the idea was that i hosted one collab i think that was the it might have been the split screen one or was it the snakes one i don't remember but um one of them was for um people who had already animated before and knew what they were doing. And then the other one was for the pool of people I always get who are beginners and want to try it for the first time. Because I really mm -hmm. would rather not have their first attempt to be in a higher quality project. Yeah. But, um, so to kind of, I guess, self-select people into one or two pools, I created something specifically for beginners. Mm -hmm. And let's see if I can find the application thing. You, I think what I asked for was people's social media or artist handles because a lot of them had already been drawing they just mm -hmm. had not animated anything so i could look and see right. the types of drawings they were doing and then if i had their social media i could see how frequently they posted and how professional they were type of thing mm -hmm. um and I, there were a lot of people again like i had 400 or something people to wow choose from. where do you where do you <sighs> go to get your pool um i create an application and then i put the link on the video that tells, hey, this project is, hey, it says, hey, this project is open. It lists all the rules. And then it says, fill out this application form. And I just use Google Docs, or not Google Docs, Google Forms, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is tied to a spreadsheet. And all of the information that people submit goes into the spreadsheet. And I have mm. a couple questions in there. And also, like, when they, when they send it in, there's an agreement, like, hey, um, when you sign up for this project, you agree that I'm allowed to use your creation in the video. Right? So it covers all the stuff all at once, and then I don't have to mm -hmm. ask people to worry about that anymore. Mm -hmm. First time animating. Okay, so I have the form here. This was a while ago. I think I hosted this last year. Mm -hmm. This looks like October. I was last in here. Um, okay, so yeah, I asked for the contact information. I asked what type of animation they planned on making, because that helps me make sure there's a variety of animation types in the collab, mm -hmm. and it's not all just 2D stuff. Uh, so I can get things like um, stop motion, 3D, yeah. and hybrid. Uh, so that's been a really useful question. Uh, and this one was different because instead of telling them you have to pick a section of the music and then that's what you're going to animate, all I wanted was for them to make a very simple animated loop. And then I put all the stuff to the music for them on my end. Because mm -hmm. that's like the level of thing. If you've never animated before... Make a little animation, like someone blinking or someone walking, and just that's all you have to do. Yeah. So I made it as easy as possible for a beginner, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's basically how I went through it, is I asked for their link to where you post your art online. So they had some, they made art, they posted it online before, so that made me know that they knew how to, you know, upload art to begin with. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> um. But then that also let me look and see, okay, the quality of the artwork. So that's kind of how I did it versus just blindly saying anyone who has never animated before. Because it wasn't, 
you've never drawn before it was you've never animated before. yeah because there's so right. many people like really good quality artists and they just think i want to try animation but i'm yeah. afraid so this was the impetus to okay you're gonna make something right now <laughs> go and it's go. and what i like to see is when so many people actually even though they've never animated and are were at one point afraid to try is that when some of them do animate, it's almost like they, some of them actually have like an innate understanding of animation and they just didn't realize that they, I yeah, guess, I guess I they kind of realized, oh, <laughs> through observation, if I like watching animation, I kind of picked it up kind of thing. Or sometimes it just comes to them and it's like, it's it's kind of, it's really cool though when you can see that happen and, um, and then it's almost like seeing, oh, look at that. You had your potential there. See, you knew it was in you, it was inside you all along and you just didn't know it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I think but one it, of those does... best testing grounds is like uh, seeing people put animatics together and they just think, oh, if I sync it up to this, obviously sync it up to the song and just like storyboard it out. Like that's still technically animation because you're trying to figure out how things land within timing. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. I was going to say it does the opposite though too, which is that, and this is think something that I'm a really, <laughs> a really big advocate for, which is, don't assume that because you like an uh, drawing, you're going to like animation too. So mm -hmm. um, you should try it first. So that was kind yeah. of like, okay, well then just try it. And then you'll see, wow, this is really tedious and annoying and I don't ever want to do it again. Or <laughs> actually this isn't so bad. <laughs> yeah. I think like one of the things I personally love animating whenever I get the, the chance to, and it's something I remember even in school, I loved doing it was, animating lip sync anytime I wanted to do anytime there was an opportunity to do it I wanted to do it because then it's like it's focusing on the face or something that, or just like just conveying emotion um but if it's something like oh a run cycle uh I mean while I can do it it wasn't something I enjoyed anywhere near as much as doing like a, an acting performance through right through lip sync yeah. so yeah. it depends on and so even then it, yeah and then it's just it, it depends on the person yeah, and that's, like, something I notice, like, most, you know, either animators or people that enjoy, like, more streamlined um, narrations in their media, like, they hate drawing, um, I mean, it depends, but they hate drawing backgrounds, and, like, sometimes it's vice versa, where people love drawing backgrounds, but people are gross and they hate it, so, you know, mm -hmm. it, it also depends on, like, you know, people's, like, innate... And I think that's, like, you know, when you want to be closer to, to being an animator, you know, you're doing a lot of life drawing anyway. It's kind of more in your, your comfort zone. You know, ideally, if you're doing life drawing, please do life drawing. Um, you know, and, and you kind of, like, study the body versus just, like, I don't know how to draw a tree. It's It's got, it's pointy, right? So. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, yeah. Everyone no one has laughed different at my strengths. jokes. I giggled. <laughs> no, I immediately just started thinking of all the different types of trees there are. And how oh, you just, you just got you I'm got tree sorry. PTSD, you know. You just I just think totally of... zoned out. I'm like, I oh just, my I gosh, just... there's no I... there's no generic tree like a tree in Africa looks totally different than than a, like is it a pine tree? Is it... <laughs> yeah, like that, that's what I'm like. Meanwhile, thinking of just like just a Twin Peaks mo moment of what is that tree? Douglas firs. Douglas firs. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like <laughs> yeah it's uh but yeah no and and everyone yeah again everybody has their own strengths and they come to realize that after only after they've really tried 
um, that they find what they like. Uh, and I, but again, that's what I think was really cool about what you did is that it kind of helped people figure out if they like doing what they did or if they didn't and seeing where their strengths are. Um, and I think that's really cool. I hadn't seen a, a collaboration done like that before, so I thought that was just really nice to see. And uh, like for projects like that, and even just in general, like what in, what inspired you to start like making and basically organizing uh, collaborative projects? Uh, well, because I watched a lot of them, like I probably was watching all those Warrior Cats. Collabs, <laughs> I was gonna honestly. say. <laughs> um, because so I the only reason I got into animation was because I saw other people doing it and they it wasn't you know when I grew up watching 2D movies you that was like magic to me I would have never mm -hmm. thought oh I could sit down and do that it was just like a movie I it never even occurred to me that somebody could make animation but then when we got Newgrounds and all of these people just making their own cartoons Mm -hmm. and making fan art about whatever franchise and making little fan animations. That's what made me realize, like, oh, I want to try this. I want to do this, too. So <laughs> I did that enough, and then I saw all these collabs, and I thought, okay, well, I have all these people following me, and they clearly want to make artwork, so then I should just host a thing so that they can make artwork, and then we can all make a cool thing together, and then we can put it online. And then some of like the more specific ones, like that first time one, was mm -hmm. the fact that I hear so often that people want to try animating, but they they don't. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to make a reason for them to try it. And then also, once everybody had tried it, then I had this thing that I could show everyone else to be like, hey, look at all these people who made something, and it wasn't that hard, and they did it, and you can do it too. <laughs> I yeah. believe in you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love seeing... I love seeing collaborative projects like that, especially when, obviously, when you can see all the different styles uh, put together. Uh, I still think, like, the Fly Away video is so good, just, like, seeing how many people have these different interpretations of one small segment of the song and the lyrics and what they want to do with it. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I really love going back to that one and seeing it. It's just, it's a lot of fun. And, that um, one's so that that one's like I think that one's the most popular one that I've hosted so far. I was kind of hoping that future ones I'd host would be just as popular. But part of the thing is that I'm always thinking, what what's a new way to take these collabs and make them different? So like I did the one that was only people who had never animated before. I did one where it's split down the middle of the screen, and there's an animator who animates the left half and an yes. animator who animates the right half, and they didn't know who yeah, like, yeah, they didn't, yeah. nobody knew what was going to be on the other side of the screen so that one was really interesting but that one's not nearly as popular as the fly away one and part no. honestly part of the reason i think is because the fly away multi-animated project has toothless on the thumbnail so, <laughs> you know like again we talked Gotta... about fan we talked about this just 10 minutes ago about you know recognizing a character from the franchise versus having to create something original mm -hmm. so. time is a circle anyway <laughs> <laughs> we keep coming back and back and back but um but yeah no i love i love the split screen idea too that was really cool i do remember seeing that and just I, it was always funny because you're like thinking how some of them like serendipity serendipitously ended up like working out like scarily well even though i know for a fact they no, didn't know totally that they were totally blind up. people don't believe me when i say that all i said was submit your part and then i went through all of them and tried to pair them as best i could so a lot of that mm -hmm. is just like 
editing, you know, really careful editing to make sure everybody's part matched up. But it was totally blind. Nobody knew what they were going to... Nobody knew what everybody else was doing at all. That, no, that's just really cool. It was a really cool concept. And yeah, I know it was really cute to see how some people interpreted their little parts and seeing how like, like, oh, here's a character. He's like too big for his space. And so he's trying to move <laughs> around this boxy area. And then the other one's like looking all confused at the other one. Like, hey, are you OK? Like, kind of like it's like it worked out like really well. And, and so many of the, those parts in particular where it was like, it just felt like they were meant to be put together. So good on you for, for pairing them up really well. <laughs> so is there any um, questions we haven't covered as far as like what is on the general application? So we covered like medium and then we covered like resume-ish stuff. But like, is there any other like things do you specifically look for? Mm, let me see. Well, the newest thing that I started looking for was the type of animation. So that way... I can sort the applications and specifically look at anyone doing 3D or stop motion because I mm -hmm. don't get a lot of people who apply or pixel animation. Anything unusual, um, I usually go through those first because I want those in. And it's like a minority type of thing, too. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing, speaking of that, the other thing I look through is when I'm looking through people's portfolios, anybody who draws people who represent minorities in North America, <laughs> I kind of target those to include them in the multi-animator project. Because a lot of it is going to be, you know, kind of typical body type and color and all this other stuff. So look at all the I white look, people. <laughs> yep, I basically look for um, a wide variety of skills, a wide variety of representation of characters and people. So I try to get, like, part human and part animal because... Um, I get a lot of people who draw animals and I want to make sure that I get more than just the animals, right? <laughs> so yeah. I look for people who are doing human characters specifically and then like what type of human characters are they where, like where are they located culturally? Are they different? Um, and then different types of animation genres. So that's different. Like I'm probably a lot more intense about this stuff than the typical map. Like the typical map is, is going to be Let's get everyone that I've worked with before. We'll give them, let them pick their parts, and then I'll try to find more people. Mine mm. is, I'm like a crazy person, and I, <laughs> and I try to organize it so that if the video is making money, that all of that money that gets made is split forty six ways, and then every artist who participates gets part of it. It's How like does... so tiny at that point, but I'm as far as I know, I'm the only person who pays people to join collaborations. How does that work? <laughs> no, Do you just good. like? Is it just like um, is it just um, AdSense or is it like Patreon back? Yeah. Or? Okay. No, no. So how it works is um, so when you put a video on YouTube, and this is why I do not use copyrighted popular music mm -hmm. because I can't. Right. So yeah. I'll find a song that I legally am allowed to use that's cool and fun and whatever, and then I go okay. So this is the number of parts I have. And then I say, out of 100%, we divide it by that number of parts and then leave a little bit of extra room for me to deal to cover the cost of organizing everything and the hours that go into that. And then at the end of, I think, three months is what I've been doing, whatever that total amount that YouTube has paid out gets split up and sent to all the artists who sign up to... Get it. It's, so you, it's weird. Okay, it's you, like a royalty. It's a royalty. If you know anything about how royalties work, it's basically that. So you have to do that every three months, though. Mm -mm, no, it's a one-time thing. Because okay. if you also know anything about YouTube, the majority of revenue a video will ever ever make in its lifetime is going to happen 
like within its immediate existence, probably right. within the first month. If your video fail, in fact, now that YouTube has those, uh, like that stat board, when you open your back end statistics, it'll say your most recent video and how it's doing compared to the others. Mm -hmm. If it's in like ranking slot nine out of 10 in the first hour, you already know you've made a failure of a video. <laughs> it's, you can tell immediately. So that's why it's three months because by then, like all the money has been made or not and it's over. Yeah. <laughs> So, I feel yeah. Um, I was I, I was I was confetch about like how no one cares about the not pony videos anymore, which I, I kind of expected to happen. And at least we we still kind of do with like I like general IPs that people like anyway. So it's not the worst thing in the world. But like reestablishing is 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 hard and takes time. And uh, you work really hard in a video, and then it's just like. Oof. Oh yeah, I'm looking at you know the, my stats right now, and it's like I have the video, the most recent video. It's got four thousand views. The video from last month has four million views. Like mm -hmm. that's the huge amount of difference, right, between something that's a popular meme and something that is an educational tutorial on a subject that apparently nobody cares about, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too that people don't realize is, is they think that like if you have you know, a good amount of subscribers that everything you do will get viewed a lot. And it no. unfortunately doesn't oh my work that gosh. way. <laughs> no. So if nobody, if, if there's people listening who haven't, like, don't know me, I have, I only have a quarter of a million subscribers. So 250,000. And like, I post a video and it gets 4,000 views. I host a live stream and it gets maybe 30 viewers. Like the, the amount of subscribers you have on YouTube, it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. But. Yeah, that's why you make sure you guys put notifications on. That's like the only thing that oh, really gosh. helps. <laughs> I don't even know if that helps anymore. I just, it's like, ah, I, I don't know. I, I'm doing a lot better mentally since I stopped caring and stopped looking <laughs> at the numbers and just made videos and like support me on Patreon if you care. Everybody else just watch the videos if you want to and don't if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I guess, you know, it, it, it also helps, though, like, you know, when you have something in the back of your like or on your on your channel that is doing like relatively OK and it has a bunch of people on it and be like, see, look at that. You know, we all came together. We made this thing and it's like doing OK. So it, it kind of helps people feel in case you ever like are dealing with like new people. It helps people be like, oh, well, they actually got the thing done and like people care about it and. You know, sometimes that doesn't happen, but, you know, we, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's really no way to know. For people collabs, who don't... Collabs always do well, though. Like, if you finish uh, a collab, a nice collab, and you post it, those tend to get well-received because all the people who are participated want to share it, too. So that helps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so how do you usually divide the, this, this I guess, the song um, comparatively? So, like, is it... Like, do you have a certain time length or you kind of like listen to the song and see like mathematically like what would be a good Oh, that would be an thing? awful way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so usually I've done it a couple of different ways. So you take the song you want. Um, usually I break it into very small segments. Let's say three to five seconds because it's just it's animating is a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of hours. Um, and you, when people are doing something on a volunteer basis, you really don't want to give them this huge chunk because what, well, well, you'll get exactly what we talked about, which is people who I can't do this. I signed up and I wanted to do it, but this thing came up and 
you know, I need to actually survive. I can't spend 60 hours animating a two minute thing for your collab. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I break it up usually three to five second segments and it, from the songs that I've used, that works pretty well. Um, but I listen for natural breaks in the song when mm -hmm. I'm making parts like that. The other way I've done it is I take the beat of the song like that beats per minute and mm -hmm. then say, okay, everybody's going to make a part and it's going to be exactly this many frames or like exactly this long either way. And so then that allows me to take the parts that are made and locate them wherever I want in the song. And I think the other way I've done it is just make an animated loop and I will do the editing and make things look cool to the music. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, yeah, there's so many different ways that you can do it. And yeah, I think that's the most, especially when you're doing it with a song that helps incredibly so because of the rhythm and because of the BPM. And uh, I was wondering if there are any other uh, if there are any other maps in the works or ones that you'd like to do one day, like are there, what are there songs, maybe longer songs or sequences. Like I, I, like I've seen so many people try to do like whole freaking like Les Mis length musical numbers for these <laughs> kinds of things. Could. I, I mean, <laughs> like with the, with the amount of people that want to participate, participate blah, in these type of things. Yeah, I could do a really long one, but again, me, my issue is always copyright stuff, which is mm -hmm. that, so I can't, anybody who's doing this for a hobby is free to just take whatever music or thing, movie scene or whatever they want, but I want to be making money off of this. Mm -hmm. So uh, I really have to find audio and stuff that is legal for me to use. So I'm limited in that way. Um, but as far I as wonder, other are, collabs, are covers something like that that you can work with and depending on that? The thing with covers is that I'd have to get a license from the person who did the cover to begin with, A. Yeah. And then B, YouTube would not have to decide, oh, that's a cover and we're giving half of the money to the person who wrote the original song. Because they do that now, right? That's like true. covers, they've decided that covers are not fully original things. And so if the owner of the song itself finds out you've done a cover, they can copyright claim to receive some of the ad revenue off of your That's video. That's true. So I just, again, it's like trying to really balance the, the originality versus using popular stuff people recognize because mm -hmm. I am, I guess, more paranoid about this than the average person. Like, mm -hmm. I just really, I really don't want to have to put up with YouTube's garbage. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, Mood. <laughs> so I don't put clips from shows. If I do put clips from shows in my tutorials, I really mess with them. It's it's annoying. Like that should we shouldn't have to do that. But with the automated detection system, even if it's fair use, when you get caught, then you have to fill the paperwork explaining why it is fair use. And I've had all this blah blah blah, all this crazy legal stuff in the background that hopefully none of you ever have to worry about. But <laughs> um, yeah, if we go back to the question about other or other collabs I've been wanting to host, I have a list, and I was going to start one up this year. But it just it just didn't happen because you can get really burned out organizing people, especially yeah. when it's not a team that you're always working with. Mm -hmm. um, when every time I'm inviting new artists in, it's just it's just a lot of work. It's uh, getting used to working with fresh faces strangers. and yeah. just, just like trying to figure out everybody and their dynamic. And yeah, it's it's a lot. I'm trying to dig up I because I, I do have a whole list of them. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about the, s the things that I was thinking of doing because they're interesting and different. 
Mm-hmm. And unless I'm going to actually do it, I try not to talk about it. Like, that's, oh, that's, yeah, that's I, fair. This. I guess that makes any sense. Like, I, I don't care if they're... people know, but I just don't. If I talk about it, I lose the motivation to actually make it. <laughs> no, that's that's fair. I mean, I guess if there's maybe even a general idea of, of something that you thought of or even had a fleeting thought of, of doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought about doing the tutorial, for one, on how to host collabs because mm-hmm. I get asked that question a lot. Um, I also have a video titled Top 10 Mistakes People Make When Joining Collabs. Mm-hmm. So that was something I thought of doing because, like, pff, you know, top 10 videos or whatever. Um, <laughs> Gotta YouTube the, the actual... algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> I know, the stupid algorithm and the stupid thumbnails and everything's dumb, but whatever. <laughs> we got to play the game. I'm here to play the game. YouTube wants me to play the game, I will. Um... Jeez, where did I have that list? Ideas, multi-animated projects. Because we had, I had a friend and I did a different, we were doing like a separate podcast and we came up with this whole list of things. Um, But using like a server to have people bounce ideas back off each other or like make their parts together so they can see what's going on. We had a really weird one where it's like one artist would do all the line art and another artist would color it. (laughs) Wow. Um, Oh, yes. A telephone multi-animator project where everybody animates what the person before them animated. And then what is the last animation going to look like compared to the first one, right? Oh, that's cool. That, I want to do that one. Ooh, that'd be fun. (laughs) We had this, a similar idea, which is it's a telephone collab. Each person makes, you know, you make your part and then the next person, all they get is the last frame. And they have to go from oh. there. And then that's how you do it. You chain them off each other like that. So oh, those cool. are just some examples we of things I wanted to do. I just, maybe I'll have the energy for it next year. <laughs> when things aren't on fire. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, this year would have been a great time to do something like that. Or do, like I used to host a digital conven- convention. And then ironically, the year we decided not to do it, it's like people needed it. <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm done. I'm done hosting these projects. I just need to chill for a second and do things that I want to do. So, yeah. Do you have any um you have any horror stories too about like people that maybe <laughs> you can dance around like names if you're just like I don't want to. No, but finish finish people that what specifically? I have lots of horror stories. I just... Oh, people who turn out to be like buttholes, or they're like entitled, or you know, just like fun 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 things like that where you're just like, what are you doing? Fun. This is like fun. She says. <laughs> God. Um, I haven't really had any problems. <laughs> the most entitlement problems I have is with myself. My gosh, am I such an entitled jerk? Um, no, usually the biggest problem I have is just with people getting their stuff done on time. Like, some people, they wait until the last minute, and my guy, the collab I joined recently, I'm so sorry, Daria, I waited, I wanted to get it done in the first week, and then it just didn't get done until the, you know, the week before the deadline. Still got done before the deadline, but I like to get my stuff in earlier in case I have, you know, my file, my computer crashes, and I need to buy a new part, and the animation is just stuck and can't it's also like nice you know like oh i got this thing done early for you so you don't have to worry about like one less thing you know (laughs) yeah one less thing but no i had a bunch of commissions come in so i kind of had to focus on those yeah um jeez collab horror stories oh there was this one time oh there we go (laughs) i was gonna say there's this one time i made this 
big long animated skit about a horse thing and sent it to somebody and they needed it right away and then it took a year and a half for them to get the project out we don't know who that is i mean i've never (laughs) (laughs) she's she's talking about me (laughs) um so yeah that's how like i first met crown is like um I think, like, we enjoyed each other's work, and I think I probably put... Before that, yeah. Yeah, I probably put, like, Clone High segments in, like, some of the really early stuff, and she's like, oh, it's that thing that I like. So, um, I, like, you know, um, I think she made, like, silly fan art sometimes. And um, then I was like, hey, we're doing this big thing about this, for this guy that we'll hopefully see it one day. Um, You want to do this segment? And she's like, shh. But I need it like super soon because if not, then I'm afraid it won't never get done because I didn't know what I was doing. And you were like, sure. And then I think you got it done like with the, like within a month or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Now I got to manage all the other stuff that happens. I know. <laughs> so that's the same thing. Like we're talking about managing projects. If you have, if you're making a big, what, what, what did it end up being? Was it 20 minutes? Was it? Yeah, it was like twenty. Yeah, I I can. It was like a twenty-minute special. Okay, that is going to take you a year to make at least. I don't know Mm -hmm. how long it ended up taking. Yeah, about about. Here's me. Here's me not knowing any better. Like, oh my gosh, she needs it right now. I'm going to get done right now. (laughs) So I get it done super early, and then of course we're waiting for like the tough team project and accurately animated stuff, and it's just. I mean, it, I mean, I did get it done. It just took like it did whatever. get done. This is the difference, though. It did get done. Yeah. So, um, I have like tons of horror stories from that, but mostly people oh, just. Oh God. Yeah, I mean, mostly people like um not like wanting to really do the work and just being like, oh, this sounds like a fun idea in theory, and then I'm like, hey, what about that thing? And they're like, well, I have stuff that's going on in my life, and I'm like. Uh-huh, okay yeah. well this, then yeah i remember that's spe- what happens with volunteer projects <laughs> yep i remember specifically um i think we were working on the song and we'd finished the um the opening segment before the song and i was like the song still wasn't ready and i was like i was like not yelling but like firm talking and i was like yo musician dude like you're supposed to know what you're doing like how are the animators <laughs> working faster than you well, and that's and, bad. I've not like. How does the uh, the music not get done before the animation? That's crazy. To well, me. it was it was the pre-animation, so it wasn't it wasn't things that were okay. yeah. So it wasn't the actual segment, and they were not like they were just animating blind. So it was like the dialogue like, and stuff before, <laughs> and the establishing shots. So it was stuff if that could one. If you have one person who needs to make a piece of music versus a team of 20 disjointed volunteer animators and the disjointed volunteer animators are getting done before the one person (laughs) who needs to make one piece of music, things are a little wonky. Yeah, so, you know, it was great. And then, like, because I... The other other stuff is just, like, because, you know, I was just like, I need everyone. Like, let's... Let let me just, like, talk to people or just let me just get as much people as, as I could. So, like... I would be like, like finding people on YouTube and being like, "Hey, I see oh, that wow. you can animate like a horse. Can you animate my horse for this thing? That will be great, and you know, senpai will notice me eventually, and it'll be great." So you know, and then it was just kind of like, um, not, "This is not the this is not the me podcast," but I guess I have the worst stories. But um, <laughs> that's not something to brag about. <laughs> I mean, it's like I guess you know, it's 
I also do like more un like I tend to do more untraditional stuff versus just like you know everyone gets a like a segment and everyone you know goes from there. It's just like sharing like puppet assets and making sure like especially like when things like um, we did a loop for the the podcast YouTube channel uh, with two D and like everything was for the most part on model, but you know it's kind of teaching people how to be on model for for like. Cause that's when, like, when you get a lot of fan artists who are just used to drawing in their own style, and they're just like, you know, it's fine. And then you have to draw a specific way. Like, you know, it's it's actually really hard comparatively, and you have to really practice. And you like, you think if you've seen the character a million five times, like, it'll be fine, like a Disney character. But you know, it's sometimes it's not. So, um, you know, it's it's stuff like that for people who are like they know how to do the thing, but maybe not the thing specifically the way you want it to be. So, um, but yeah, like early on, um, for, for John Delancey, it was a lot of just like, you know, or, or like animators who wanted to be like my friend and would tr try to vent to me about like regular stuff, which is fine. But like, it got to the point where it was just like, Hey, you know, I can't be like, I'm just running this project. I can't be your <laughs> you therapist. You have 40 people trying to vent to you. I know what that's like. I mean, like trying to split up friend time with everyone. It's like, you guys, if you don't stop getting me to play Among Us, we're never going to feel like I can't. If, we're, if I'm playing Among Us with you, no art is happening. Like, it's very simple. Stop inviting me to play because I will play because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. And like, and then it was like the, 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 the thing in my back of the head the back of my head is like when they had all this social time but their stuff wasn't getting done and I'm just like and they're just like KP you want to talk and I'm like I want to I want to punch you in the face but like not really but ah, you know no. you know it's just like but you ha like, where's your stuff we'll your talk after your stuff's done buddy <laughs> you come into my house and you don't get you, you don't you don't you don't get your work done so you know that was that was a fun learning experience but like for the most it's, part yeah the most part, it came out pretty okay, but, you know, it was a lot of, you know, and then the other thing I learned, which is something I'm, like, that is continually being forced, enforced into me, is, like, there's a lot of toxic people that like horses, so, you know, like, when they, um... Or anything, my gosh, did I learn that <laughs> lesson really hard, like, like, last month, jeez. There's unfortunately yeah. just uh, bad eggs everywhere, and they're... Oh, bad eggs. And it's, it's always... It's oh yeah, and it's always it's always the worst when it seems like those few bad eggs seem to spoil the whole batch for everybody else, and it's just like we always have to go on like damage control, like no, it's this is just like one or two people compared to the majority that are not mm. this. Yeah, uh, no, it's like being a director and managing people is hard. It's hard. Uh, yeah, um, but as far as hosting collabs, like. Um, doing it is a good way to learn. You learn a lot. You learn a lot. And I find that if you keep your project and your collab simple, that avoids mm -hmm. a lot of the drama. It's, right. The more simple your project is, the more easy it is for people to get their parts done and submitted and for you to create whatever collab thing you want to make without having a fight over religion or politics or <laughs> world events, blah, 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 you know. Gosh. Yeah, no, it, I, I haven't had stupid. that. I've, that's, I've that's had a, a good lot of... To follow. I've had a lot of people who aren't vocal about, like, problems, and they end up gossiping about it without telling me, and then it just, like, builds and builds yep, and, and builds. Yep, and then just someday, eventually, you, I've had, gosh, I hosted a server for a while, and only now, five years later, my friends are like, oh my gosh, we would go in the back room with just the admins and the stuff that happened, and I didn't even, was not aware of some of the things happening in my own server. 
Because oh my, my moderators ha handled it. So I'm like, nope, done with public servers. Never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you get some tricks and some spaghettes. And, you know, at least, like, <laughs> you know, at least in the, like, in you have some control versus just talking to random people. Because, like, that's why YouTubers in general, like, are afraid to talk to random people without, like, they're, they're, if they're not doing something similar to what they're doing, is you just kind of, you don't know who you can get, and you don't know when you're going to be secretly recorded, and, you know, it's a lot uh, of, like... I mean, at this point, anything I say is screen-capped and saved, and somebody's... I know, I know, ten years down the road, I'm going to be doing blah, blah, blah my own business. Somebody's going to be like, look at all these screen-caps of things you said ten years ago, taken out of context. It's going to happen. I just... I'm so weak. I can't handle it. It's like I it's just not want to get fun. My life, please. I just want everybody to like me. I mean, <laughs> wow, how hard can it it's, be? It's actually impossible. Wanna, so this is like I just want to live, man. Why? Why? You I know. Like Gosh, I just want to make nice art and tutorials that teach people how to make art, and like let them make their own art and tell their own stories. Ah. Ba ba basically, hurt people, hurt people. That's uh, that's how. That's how I that's, see it. That's a, that's a that's a good way to put it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's somebody's got a bone to pick with everybody, then it, it's because they got a bone to pick with themselves. They get. Uh. Yeah. So or a lot of times it's, it's people that aren't. Sorry to interrupt, but like a lot of times it's people who aren't used to talking to like a huge chunk. They're usually just like like you know Joe on an island, you know, who lives with his mom or something like that, and like maybe he interacts with with actual people at conventions once a year but then he talks to a lot of people online and because of that like a lot of times you don't know you're not being well maybe maybe he does know he isn't but um a lot of times some people just don't know how to be pc and they just don't know because they they've never been in an environment where that is like a factor in how people view them and you know please mm -hmm. like you know don't don't like if you're, if, especially if you're doing like a fan thing, like like a like a warrior cat thing, like we keep on saying, like please don't debate your like your your religious I mean, views. Like we're doing fan stuff to have fun. So yeah. I don't understand why you have to be so angry. Yeah, that's what it says. Like, I came here for a good time, and I'm honestly feeling so attacked right now. And we're gonna yes, bring back that I, one. <laughs> mm -hmm, yep. If I came, if I'm here making good stuff for people, and you're gonna make me feel bad that I just won't make stuff anymore. <laughs> but just that's probably what they home. want so you can't let them win don't let them win <laughs> you so, can't let the trolls win yeah yeah so you know from personal experience it's not it's not fun and then everyone's just like we don't like this person <laughs> and just like no it's it's, uh... it's not not because of the internet it's not because of what 4chan says like so anyway my other you know my other point is like if you're having problems with the project especially maybe if it's like there's something that's going on or like maybe your project manager is communicating well please like ideally go talk to them in a way that's constructive and not just be like Ree, you're not doing this job but like hey i don't know what you mean when you want me to do this and i just want to make sure it's good and no one gets mad at me and you know so a lot of like you know like i've said this before but like when you're working on when you're working on something, especially over the internet, there can be so much miscommunication going on. So, mm -hmm. like, try to be as clear as possible. Is key. So, <laughs> in relationships too, and in love. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and everything in life. To talk. So, yeah, so, um, like, so if you can't talk to other people and you can't be civil about it, just and please, you can't, you know, tell your educate yourself on how to be better you know? on that. Just like <laughs> that's why it's like so many problems could be avoided if people talked. Yeah. It's, eh, life yeah. is complicated. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and that's why, like, we, like, on RN, we still do, like, voice call meetings that are mandatory so people can talk to each other and, like, talk out issues. Because it, it also turns mm-hmm. out to be a lot faster than going through text, too, than just, like... Yeah, take, that is true. Like, than mm-hmm. taking, like, an hour and a half mm-hmm. to try to figure out this thing versus just, like, going in a call and, screen like, screen sharing and, like... Especially when people are learning something or whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so so Crown, like, so what would you, I guess we'll end or kind of sort of end before we go into tangents. Um, so what would you advise people who want to, like, maybe join a map project, depending on, like, I guess, like, gear it to people that are experienced or not. And then, like, general advice besides things we already talked about, about, like, maybe someone who wants to host one or, like, host a baby one or something like that. Okay. I, I guess I'll, um, like, those are a lot of questions. And yeah, so those are three questions. So let's start with the first one. Okay. Uh, or I guess to wrap this up, I'll just say that if you want to participate in a collab, the first thing you should be doing is making, like, your own artwork or your own memes, like the animation memes that are kind of popular. Just something to put on your channel so you get practice making, you know, the animation if you haven't done it yet. So then when people, when you want to join one, you could say, oh, well, here's some stuff that I made. So then mm-hmm. they can tell, oh, this person knows what they're doing. They know how to make parts. They'll get them done. You don't even need to be a good quote unquote artist. You just need to be able to make something that's finished. That's actually the most important thing is finishing your thing on time. Um, and I'm speaking from a director standpoint when I say that getting mm-hmm. your stuff done on time, at least for me, that's the most important. Like I don't care if I'm going to get an amazing animation two months late. I don't want that. I would rather have a decent okay animation that's done on time so yeah make some of your stuff post it share it um pay attention to artists who host collabs frequently like if you go if you go through youtube and look for them you'll find them just subscribe to them and see how they organize their projects and what type of things they do like some people do warrior cats projects and they only have cats in them so there's all kinds of stuff you can do mm-hmm. and then once you start joining them you probably will start to get a good sense of other people who are making stuff and you can subscribe to them and you can start talking you can follow their social media Mm -hmm. and you start building up a base of people you know hosting is a little different it's a little more complicated i will try to get a tutorial done on that i've been saying i'm gonna do it for like a year eventually it'll happen um but yeah that has to do with what we talked about like the applications and finding the base of people you're gonna talk to about participating and all that so yeah 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 yeah, so I guess the the base thing is just make sure you're practicing if that's, like, something you want to yes. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's just regular art, it doesn't have to necessarily be animation. But, like, animation mm-hmm. helps. But, like, you know, at least if you have art somewhere, then you're like, yay, I can do a thing. I can, you know. So that's kind of, like, my, like, I thought I thought quarantine would make me more creative so I can, like, start actually getting my professional portfolio ready. And, like, it turned out to be the opposite of that, where I just want to sleep and have depression naps all day. Me too! I sleep so much now. Uh, I don't know what my problem is. Oh, too much sleeping. I'm trying to get back on schedule. But it's just so nice to lay there and do nothing. Yeah, like, I have I have my all, my whole, like, KP fucked up, like, like little, like, corner with my candles and my my therapy my aromatherapy inhalers and like you know it's is 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 great i'd never leave bed my gosh that's (laughs) no (laughs) no like if if you want like all that stuff is is really great and um it's helpful especially if you i mean if you know depending on the level of fucked up but like it's still nice just to have like a nice candle and be like yay i can i can breathe in a way that is 
like nice and pretty anyway this is really off topic so um crown where can people find you on the internet if they want to um see your stuff and hear you talk about all sorts of things because oh gosh okay if you want to hear more of my lovely voice um the best place to go is probably just to my website which is crownprince.horse don't laugh that is literally <laughs> what it is c-r-o-w-n-e prince.horse and then off of that when you go there there's a bar at the top or i mean it just says contact if you click contact all my social media is there and then you can get to my instagram or my youtube or my twitter or my DeviantArt. I don't haven't been using Twitch, but blah, all that stuff's there. My email's there. Um, or same deal if you go to scribblekibble.com because that's the tutorial series and mm -hmm. the series that talks about how to animation and how animation works. Um, scribblekibble.com is the place to go for that. Neat, okay. neat. Um, there was something I wanted to end on, but then I forgot it. So um, yeah, I guess I guess um, if you want to come back to please let it get in the comments or if you're listening to this on soundcloud i guess like favorite what do people even do like on soundcloud <laughs> or spotify like oh they they gosh. they rate it five stars or something and you yeah know. pretty much rate it five stars like they we've been on itunes this whole time like we got like three reviews and i'm just like we're up to like episode like 40 or something and i'm just like i love you guys but like i mean it's it's always it's always from youtube so it's it's fine yeah, that's it's, where all it's the pretty always the youtube crowd <laughs> That's where all the pretty animation loops are that people can zone out. Oh, um, I'll yeah. end that. Um, I had the, we we had a Christmas animation loop, um, and I put in the background for uh, Christmas music as we were eating dinner. And my dad walks by the TV and he's like, "Hey, that kind of looks like you." And I'm like, "Yeah, Dad, because it is me." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> okay, that's neat." So you know, human me has kind of replaced horse me as my own mascot, which makes things complicated. So I promise it's not an ego thing. Anyway, um, so yeah, thanks, thanks, Crown, for coming. Yeah, and sorry we Thank had to reschedule so this like five million times. So. <laughs> All right, yay! And hopefully this year will suck less. That's yeah, I'm yeah. I'm hoping. And then I guess I'll I'll say a thing too. Um, so we're gonna like whenever we get it organized, but I'm gonna wait till like we make sure it's pretty first. So we'll we'll be doing our first reanimated. We're doing Treasure Planet, yay! So we're doing the song sequence. So if you're into that, then we'll probably get social media up after Christmas. But I want to make sure like everything's pretty solid and we got like a nice pretty logo before we launch things. And then I'm like, we're, we're I don't know what to do with all these people. Where do they go? So uh, yeah, also, also relevant segue from from multi animator projects. Yeah, it's it's... like it was done on purpose or something maybe. Yeah, so if you want to <laughs> join one, if you want to join one, there's your chance. Go do it. I mean, yeah, or you can join like one that's that's for for newer people because I will judge you harshly and like eat my popcorn. No, don't be afraid. Um, all right. Um, yeah. So I guess I guess thanks for listening, guys. Um, we have a bunch of episodes on um all the places. I think yeah, we're we're pretty high up at this point i think we're like we just touched 40 or five ish or, i don't know i never count so um you got plenty of <laughs> like a lot we got a plenty of 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 feedback or not feedback episodes so if you like this one we got we got art for beginners that you can listen to if you don't know how to art or want some art tips and like animation principles with with pete with pete and then we got what was another one? Oh. Um, I think the team. I mean, we came... even got we even got a ton of like industry people with us. I mean, we had to Tony and Scott for for animal yeah, that crackers. Was 
Um, we had uh, we, we basically had everybody from from like Tangled the series because we had Chris Sonnenberg to talk about Tangled the series. We had Stephen Silver talking about his work on Kim Possible and Danny Bantam and all that stuff. So we got industry professionals up there to yeah whatever uh, to talk whatever. and that was all that was fun too. <laughs> and if you don't like any of that, I guess you can listen to the fun ones where we talk about like Christmas specials or something. I don't know. Okay, well, thanks again, Crown, for coming, and I guess we'll see you guys metaphorically next episode. Like, comment, subscribe, I guess. Hit that bell. Uh, if you're on YouTube anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, just kill me, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and since, the, at least as of posting this, this is probably just going to be uh, either, I don't know, before Christmas, uh, you know, I don't know if this is going to be... Yeah, I said after, after Christmas, Christmas or- after so, Christmas, but with yeah. within 2020, I am assuming at this point. Uh, so I uh, hope everybody has a happy new year going forward from here. Here's to 2021 being better, please. Please we get the vaccine. Like, you know, do you remember how bad polio was? It was pretty bad. So, like, you know, I'm pretty sure it's fine. So not that stay I personally safe. Would... Stay, safe. stay safe. Wear a mask. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wash your hoops. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay we can we can end <laughs> <laughs> good night everybody thank you so much for listening to animation communication on youtube spotify or your favorite podcast provider we are really hoping this show makes a difference in how people view animation and media as well as giving and providing advice for people all over the world who like or want to join the animation or media industry If you liked what you heard, please remember to subscribe and rate those five stars, as well as tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe to our main YouTube channel, I Love Kim Possible A Lot, and turn those notifications on. My name is Scribbler, and you have been listening to Animation Communication.